This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeer, and today in episode 104, we're going to be looking at creative ways to use tech for foreign language learning. So let me just explain what I mean here. We are not talking in this episode about apps or websites that teach grammar and teach vocabulary. Uh, We are not talking about online classes that you could perhaps take. Instead, we're going to be looking at ways, different sorts of ways, you'll see, um, ones that you possibly haven't thought about, that you can use technology, you can use various digital means available to be learning uh, languages in a more natural way. So right now, my oldest daughter, our Funder Funders visual literacy teacher, uh, Rachel, she is currently in the Netherlands. Uh, she's probably going to be there for a couple of years, teaching at a university in Northern Netherlands. Part of the deal of her being there is to learn to speak Dutch. She is currently doing Dutch classes, and of course, she's going to be experiencing Dutch in her everyday life. Every time she goes shopping, when she puts on the TV, when she's walking in the street, she is hearing Dutch all around her, which makes learning Dutch a lot easier because she is immersed in the language. And these ideas that I'm going to give you today are ones that my children actually use many of them. Our Spanish teacher, Suzette, Funder uh, Funder Spanish teacher, Suzette Laporte, I use some of them, I know, because my kids took her classes, and I remember them telling me about some of the assignments. And one of them is something I'm doing as I'm trying to learn to speak Spanish too. The different ideas I'm going to come up with, you will see, are appropriate for all ages. There are a few of them that will work, obviously, better for older kids, but there are some that could be used no matter what the age, so everybody should get some benefit from this episode. So the first thing I'm going to say is listen to music in the language that you are learning. If your children are young, find the equivalent of their nursery rhymes, their children's songs, and play those. Those are great, even if they're a little older because often um, young children's songs have a lot of repetition in it. So it's easy to learn things like, um, I know French, Frère Jacques, I, I didn't speak French, but you know, those kind of songs that repeat things a lot because you are learning to say the words, you're hearing the pronunciation pronounced correctly, and it's easier to remember things that are sung. I know my teens have all chosen to listen to music in the languages they've studied and it has really helped them to both understand the culture and to just start to use those words and to learn which words, because sometimes there's more than one word that you can use um, as a direct translation, but it actually works better in in, um, one particular sense than in another and that helps them to get the context. Uh, the next thing is books. Now, when my kids were younger um, and older, we would often take out the library, we'd take physical books, but obviously we're talking here about digital tools, so we're going to talk about ebooks. 
you can get free ebooks from the library so that is a place that I would say um, take a look at your library website and look and see what picture well not quite picture books but you know books that don't have a lot of words to them you can find in the language your kids are studying so if you're if you're having like upper middle upper elementary let them learn using almost picture books with very little words and as their Spanish improves you can slowly uh, increase the age range that you're actually looking for the books. I know my one son, um, when he was learning Afrikaans, because we're South African, and he decided to learn Afrikaans, he was visiting with my parents, and they ended up reading through, He the stage was, I don't know, in his 20s, I think, but they read books that most sort of fourth and fifth age grade boys in South Africa would read and they would read them together every night chapter by chapter and that really helped him get to grips with it without him trying to read an adult book because that would have been far too hard so notch down a step and look at ebooks then movies tv shows again our tv show is probably going to be slightly easier because they are shorter you know something like spanish you can start with dora the explorer which just throws in the odd spanish word but if you find what the children's um, tv shows are and if you can access them with whatever subscriptions you have wherever you have it i'm sure you will find shows in another language um, and you know even on YouTube go and find short YouTube videos you may have to turn the captions on to help uh, but it is a fun way as you're progressing through a language to actually be watching their shows now you're not going to be able to do that when you just begin a learners but I know it wasn't it was a little while ago when um, by mistake I selected something to watch on TV that I thought was in English and it turned out it was actually in German with subtitles. I actually do speak German and my husband just watched the subtitles but I didn't need to watch them and I could still listen and it was a great way to practice. The next idea uh, does come from our um, Spanish teacher Suzette Laporte-Io. I know one of the assignments she does is she gets students to go shopping online using Spanish. When I go onto Amazon, it gives me the option between English and Spanish. Um, I haven't looked into other languages, but probably that same setting, literally there's a little flag as I go onto it that shows English. I'm sure that you can drill down and change anything you want. So if your children are needing to go and search for something online, obviously younger children aren't going to do this, but the older ones, you could say to them, okay, how about you going and finding whatever you want, but here's a challenge. Turn Amazon into Spanish and see if you can do it. And once they think they have found the correct one, you can switch back to English and they can have a look. Uh, it's just fun actually wandering around and feeling what it's like because this is what it's like for my daughter right now. When she goes into a store, everything is in Dutch. Um, so, you know, you can experience that just right here by going into a store like Amazon and experiencing everything in the language that you're studying. Now, the next thing is something that I've only found recently, and I'm trying to remember where I found it. I think I was listening to a podcast or this on somebody else's blog. I don't remember where now, but it was very recent, and I decided to try it out, and I that was actually what spurred me on to suggest this um, in this and to actually do this podcast episode. So the one I'm wanting to suggest is called Toucan. Um, Toucan is is a uh, extension, a Google Chrome extension. So what you do is you go and you look for Toucan app. I will have the link, by the way, to the Toucan app 
in the show notes. I think it's about the only link that you will need, but it'll be in the show notes. You can find them at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. And Toucan is an app that takes a couple of words on the page that you're looking at and turns it into the language that you're trying to learn. So you tell it when you're starting up that I'm English speaking and I want to turn this into Spanish. Or you can say I'm French speaking and I want to learn English. And it just takes a couple of words on each page and switches them. And they're fairly easy words. And this it is a paid app as well as a free. I just use the free. There are lots of packs that are free. And then if you want to up your game, you have to pay a bit to get the extra ones. There, if you go to settings, you can drill down and tell it you only want it to do that on certain websites. So for instance, if you are just getting really frustrated because you're trying to read something and the uh, another language keeps popping up, you can tell it not to do it on certain sites. Or as I said, just tell it exactly which sites you want it to actually um, flip and and give it to you. And you can hover over the word and it tells you what it means. But normally you can figure out what it means from context. And so you're just learning a couple of words by context as you go along. And I just thought it was a very clever idea. I gather now from having done a little research that Toucan isn't the only app that will do this. So um, you can also look for other ones, particularly if perhaps you're not using Chrome and see if whatever browser you're using has something that you can add on to do the same thing. And then the last idea is again one from one of my children, and this is my, my younger son again, is turn your phone into the language that you're studying. Again, he'd been studying Spanish for quite a few years before he did this. I remember he was in high school and we'd actually gone out to California for him to look at colleges. So he was probably 11th or 12th grade. And we went to Disney World, Disneyland, which one's there? Disneyland. My um, oldest daughter Rachel was living there at the time and my youngest daughter was also with us. And so we all went into um, Disneyland and we'd barely got through the gates when I realized I'd left my phone in the car. And so I really needed to go back because they're going to do a lot of more fun, uh, exciting rides than I was going to. I need to be able to keep contact with the rest of them. So I said to them, well, I need somebody's phone. None of them wanted to come with me because they were all in Disneyland and wanted to start. So I said, well, I really need somebody's phone because what if I can't find my car, which was a thing. I really couldn't find my car that day. And I'm going to need to be texting you guys to get some help and just tell you where I am and so I can meet up with you. So Daniel gave me his phone. He didn't think about it and I didn't realize until I'd got to the car park area and realized I had no idea where my car was. Pulled out the phone and it was all in Spanish. And at that point, my Spanish was even less than it is now and it's not a lot right now. And I didn't know how to change the settings either. And so what worked really well for him was a bit of a disaster for me. But eventually I managed to figure out how to uh, communicate with him and eventually they managed to give me enough hints that I managed to find my car. But this is great if you have kids with a phone or if you're the one that's trying to learn the language, is, is switch your phone around once you get to the point that you think you can manage. And uh, it really forces you to immerse yourself in that language and you learn in a completely different way. So I hope this has been helpful to you. If you've got any more ideas on how we can use tech um, in innovative, innovative ways like this to help with foreign language learning, please come and join our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community, and share what, what, what things you've done that have also made learning um, just more intuitive and so that it feels more like you're actually in that country. That's all for today, and I'll see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermeerbeck. 
Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.